Come on, can we just lift our voices one more time because he's worthy? Come on, if he's been good to you, would you just lift your voice? If he's blessed you, if he's kept you, hallelujah, if he's saved you, if he's forgiven you, would you open your mouth and just begin to give him some praise right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And if you love him, say amen. Praise God. Turn around to somebody. Tell them their cologne smells nice or their perfume smells nice this morning. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Man, is God good? Is it hot enough for everybody? My Lord, have mercy. Amen. It's such an honor to be back here at the Pentecostal Church in De Quincey. I do very much miss Pastor and Sister Neelan. And for all of you that might be guests here, um, I am not the pastor. I, I am a guest as well. So I know what it feels like to walk in and they got to tell you where the bathrooms are and where you're supposed to sit. And I know how uncomfortable that can be. I get that. They have to do that with me. But I can tell you this, you're in a safe place today. If you want to grow in God, this is the place to be. Amen. Amen. This church will help you grow in God. And uh, that's why we're here, isn't it? I want to grow in God. I want to become everything he wants me to be. If you you feel that, wave your hand just as a testimony. I want want God to do something in my life. Amen. Thank you so much. The praise team did fantastic as always. It's also good to uh, see Brother Sermon. I've actually spent some time out in his district out there over the last few months in the Rocky Mountain District. Honored that he is here. And uh, I'm going to go directly to the word of the Lord, if that's all right. I'm not going to spend much time hearing preliminary remarks. And I'm going to preach a message that may be commonplace to some of you. But uh, I understand I'm in a church that can get excited about something you've already heard. Can anybody get excited about repentance around here? How about baptism in Jesus' name? How about receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost? Amen. <clears throat> so, if you've heard this message, it's just I need you to help me. And I mean more than a yawning nod and a passing wave. I need you to get excited with me about this. Uh, we're about to make the devil mad this morning. Uh, I'm just going to come right out the gate. I know a lot of preachers kind of make you flow with them a while before they tell you what they're after. I'm coming right out the gate telling you exactly what I'm after this morning. I have one goal today, and that is to bring somebody to a decision to be baptized in Jesus' name today. I mean, right here in this service. To be baptized the Bible way, not man's way. And so what I want to do in just a few minutes is remove 2,000 years of man's ideas and philosophies. And I want to reveal to you how God wants us to be baptized. Because I want to please God. I'm not trying to please man. I'm trying to get into heaven. I, I, I want to please God. Amen. And so maybe, maybe you've been baptized before. In fact, most of the people that I see baptized have already been baptized some way. And, but maybe you're not exactly sure how you were baptized. Listen, if you are not 100% sure how, I encourage you to be baptized today before you walk out of here. 
And, and, and I know how it works. Maybe you think, well, it doesn't matter as long as I was baptized. We'll talk about that in a minute. But let me make a couple of things clear. We're not trying to get you to join the church with this. We're trying to encourage you to be obedient to the word of God. I know some churches, that's how you join the church, you get baptized. That's not what this is about. We're just trying to get you to obey the word of God. Amen. And so if you're here today and you're not sure how you were baptized, or maybe you've never been baptized, and you're with somebody invited you, you can tell them, and they'll, they'll tell you what to do and help you get where you need to go. And in fact, if you're here today, and you, you know that there's somebody here that's not been baptized, or not been baptized according to the word of God, then I encourage you, if you love them, to go at the, at the right time in the service. You'll know when that is to go encourage them to be baptized. And so if somebody comes to you talking to you about being baptized, it's because they love you. It's because they care about you. And, uh, and, and the Holy Ghost, as I begin to talk, he's going to start nudging people. And, and well, let, how do I know it's God? How do I know it's, it's not the devil? Well, let me tell you something. The last thing that the devil wants you to do is be baptized in Jesus' name. So if you're feeling any nudge at all, then I promise you it's the Holy Ghost. It ain't the devil. Because once you get baptized in Jesus' name, you're a problem for the devil now. Because your sins have been washed away. Amen. And so I, I want to I want to alleviate any excuses today. Well, I, I just didn't come prepared. I don't have any clothes. I didn't. Well, that you didn't come prepared, but we did. We've got robes, we've got towels, we've even got a warm baptistry, we, we, we've even got a man of God ready to baptize you in Jesus' name. In, in fact, we're going to set it up like this. How about this? I, 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 Brother Marshall, where's Brother Marshall? Brother Marshall, why don't you and Andrew go stand at that back door. Any men that want to get baptized, all you've got to do is just walk that way, they'll take you out. And how about Sister Regina and Sister Danette? I don't know where they're at. There's Sister Danette. Y'all, y'all go stand. All you got to do is get up and walk out. Right now, if you feel it, just walk out. And they will. T- Listen, if you get up to go to the bathroom, we're going to baptize you in Jesus' name this morning. <laughs> but we do have robes and towels. We, we just want to alleviate any excuse whenever you feel it. You don't have to wait to the end. You can move right now if you want to move. And while I'm preaching, amen, and in fact, Brother Grigsby, why don't y'all just go ahead and sit over there right by that tank so they, they know we ain't playing games. We're ready. We're ready to baptize you in Jesus' name. Amen. And now we're going to the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 38. <clears throat> then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Well, who, who's supposed to be baptized? We, we're not left to wonder who's supposed to be baptized. It says that every one of you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you, you should be baptized in Jesus' name. <laughs> so it, there, there's no question here. In the name, and here's the beautiful part. Well, how are we supposed to be baptized? There's no question there either. In the name of Jesus Christ makes it easy doesn't it? Hey, man and here's the beautiful part the why is amazing be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins the canceling out 
and the removal of your sins. Isn't that amazing? My God, that ought to make somebody cut and run right now to go get ready to get baptized. Here's what we're going to do. As soon as they're ready to be baptized, we're going to bring them down. We're going to pause the service, and we're going to rejoice with whoever gets baptized. Because I'm telling you, this this is amazing what God does when we're obedient to his word. We got, hey, y'all ready to take somebody back to get baptized? You've already got one going back there. They've already got one heading back. Come on, somebody. We ought to go ahead and rejoice. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Watch this. For the remission, the canceling out of your sins, but it gets better. And you shall. Is this in your Bible? And you shall. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. My God. Anybody here got the Holy Ghost? Anybody got the Holy Ghost and you're happy about it? For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with any of many other words that he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. Oh, come on, somebody. We got one walking up right now. Let's just begin to rejoice. Come on, we ain't even we ain't even got through reading the text yet, and we already got. Come on, that's all right. Come on, Pentecostal church, let's begin to clap our hands and praise the Lord. Come on, God's working here right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's just remain standing as she gets ready. But here's now, there's other people that are already feeling it. You just go ahead and walk out. Brother Marshall's ready to go back there. Sister Regina, you ready to take somebody back? Okay, all right, they, they're ready. They, I'm telling you what, well, you you ain't waiting. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's go ahead and. I know we're waiting on Brother Carlton. Brother Carlton, you better get it done. Lickety split, bud. Man, he, (laughs) isn't this beautiful? Come on, let's stretch our hands forward. God's working right now in this young lady's life. Let's begin to pray. Come on, this is a Holy Ghost time. That's all right. Come on, you can come around if you want to. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now listen, when she comes out of the water, we're going to rejoice. Come on, we're going we're gonna to lift our voice and begin to praise God and magnify Him. Are y'all ready? Come on. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We're thankful for Bridget. Amen. We're thankful for what God has done in her life already. And we're believing that God is about to do something brand new. Covenant promise of his name and his blood right now. Bridget, upon the confession of your faith and the repentance of your sins, I now baptize you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the payment of those sins. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. Come on, somebody rejoice. Come on, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God. Yeah. Hallelujah. My, come on, I feel the Holy Ghost dealing with somebody else. Come on, we're ready to take you back right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God.
All right, come on. Let's go. I'm going to preach a little while until somebody else begins to move. You can slip back to your seat. My God, isn't this amazing? Come on, is God good? Amen, amen. You can be seated if you can. Amen. I'm just going to talk to you about the benefits of baptism for a little while. Well, I read to you out of the scripture where the Bible said, repent and be baptized every one of you. Well, this was Peter. Well, by what authority does Peter have to be telling us to be baptized? I think that's a good question. Well, Jesus gave him that authority. In Matthew 16, 19, Jesus said, I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now, key is obviously something used to open a door. But according to Mount's Greek dictionary, key also means a symbol of power and authority. And the keeper of the keys has power and authority to open and close something. Well, Peter was given the authority to open and close what? The kingdom of heaven. And now this is interesting. Now, I grew up in Pentecost, so I just assumed I knew what this was saying. But I began to study this. The word kingdom here, it literally means uh, the foundations of or the requirements and privileges of. So, so Peter's got the keys of the foundations or the basics or the requirements of what? The, of heaven. Now, heaven here does not translate streets of gold and gates of pearl. Look it up. It's easy to find. It literally means the gospel. So Jesus told Peter, I'm giving you the keys of the requirements of the gospel. So when this dude stands up to tell us what to do, I think we ought to be listening because Jesus gave him the authority. And when Peter finally preaches, I need to know what he says because it's going to be the requirements of the gospel or of salvation. And on the day of Pentecost, when Peter Peter stood up to preach, he preached the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The death, of course, was repentance. The burial, of course, is baptism. And the resurrection is the Holy Ghost. But watch what he said. When the convicted crowd looked at him and said, Man, you got the keys, Bubba. What do we do? He looked at them and said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Listen, it is Bible that you repent. It is Bible that you get baptized in Jesus' name and get your sins washed away and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Well, Jesus also said it like this in Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Amen. Well, how should I be baptized? We understand it's necessary. Listen, it's not only important that you get baptized, it's vital how you get baptized because the name comes amen when the power comes with the name that's spoken over you well how did they baptize in the bible well in the book of acts chapter 2 the jews were baptized in jesus name in acts chapter 8 the samaritans were baptized in jesus name in acts chapter 10 the gentiles were baptized in jesus name in acts 22 the apostle paul was baptized in Jesus name in Acts 19 uh, the disciples of John showed up and began to talk with the apostle Paul and they were re-baptized now this is an interesting phenomenon amen I I want you to notice that he said unto them under what then were you baptized he expected them to have been baptized he said well how were you baptized they said under John's baptism 
Well, I, I didn't really understand that. You know, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, but, but after he said that we were baptized under John's baptism, then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Jesus Christ. And when they heard this, they were baptized again. They were re-baptized, amen, in Jesus' name. Now, this is interesting. Who's got a dollar? All right, Brother Baron, stand up here. Come here. Hold that dollar up. Turn around hold that up. He's got a dollar. Guess what it's worth? Exactly. It's worth, it ha, my point is it has value. It's worth a dollar. Now you can break it up into four quarters, ten dimes, whatever you want to do. It has value. Now I have a dollar. Trick question. Guess what mine's worth? It's worth a dollar. Mine has value. But let me ask you a question. If I take my dollar and I give it to Brother Baron, here, take it. Did my dollar devalue his dollar? No, it added value to him. Listen, what I'm preaching to you today is not trying to take away from what you already have. We're not trying to say you don't have anything. We're just trying to add something to you. We're trying to add something to you that's going to, I don't know about you, I want everything that I can get from God. Listen, if you got something to add to me, tell me, because I want to please God. Hey man, so, but, but I didn't understand what was going on in that verse until I sat down a few years ago in Baton Rouge with a, a, a rabbi there, and rabbi means master. I sat down with him for a couple of hours and I, I'm talking with him and, and I asked him if they believe in baptism. Yes, we do. I asked him, I said, well, what, what do you do? He said, he said, well, well, we put them under the water because it's a burial. And I said, man, I agree with that. I said, what, is there anything you say over them? He said, yes. He said, you get baptized. In the name of your rabbi. Or you get baptized in the name of your master. So all of a sudden I began to realize what happened in this verse. Because John had been their master. But when they learned about Jesus. They switched masters. And they said we got to get baptized again. But this time in the name of our new master. I don't know who your master is. But I made up my mind. My master is Jesus. And if I'm going to be baptized, I'm going to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Y'all ready to take somebody back? Y'all ready, you all ready to baptize somebody else? Come on. You ain't waiting on us if you feel it right now. I feel there's a... My God, listen, I'm telling you, the, the Holy Ghost don't, is calling you. Don't wait another second. When you begin to feel it, it's time to move. Praise God. Praise God. Well, you're making a big deal about the name. Well, yes, I am. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Colossians said, and whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of Jesus. I like the way he said in Ephesians 4, there is one Lord, there is one faith, and there is one baptism. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 28, 28, 19 was a command. If we could put that up there, that'd be great. Matthew 28, 19. Amen. It was a command by Jesus to baptize in the name. The apostles didn't repeat the words of the command, but they did. We got more going back right now to get baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Oh, come on. Let's just rejoice. Do you realize what's happening in the Holy Ghost right now? Hallelujah. 
Come on, sir. I feel the Holy Ghost dealing with a man right now. Listen, you go ahead. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. I've seen a lot of people baptized in Jesus' name never have had one come back and say, man, I really regretted doing that. No, no, it's going to change your life. Hallelujah. Brother Marshall, you ready? Uh, he's ready. All right. Good deal. So they, it was a formula. They didn't repeat the words of the command, but they did obey the command. Come on, if I was to say, man, somebody get me some H2O. Would you go get a pair of scissors and a songbook? Start cutting out H's and twos and O's? No. Because you understand the formula. Jesus said, go therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now, I took this verse. Unfortunately, the world has misunderstood this verse. I took this to a man who was a vice principal of a large school. I didn't tell him what I was after. This guy's got English degrees all over his wall. I said, tell me what this says. He grabs it. He's looking at it and he goes, ah, so we're looking for a name. I said, I don't understand. Tell me what you say. He said, you were looking for a name. He says, it says it right here, baptizing them in the name, singular, of the Father. And he said, uh, uh, he said that comma means a pause and a change of thought. So we're looking for the name of the Father, comma, pause, change of thought. The name of the Son, comma, pause, change of thought. And the name of the Holy Ghost. He said, in fact, if you find the name of one of them, you found the name of all of them. Well, how about this? We understand nobody will argue that according to Matthew 121, the name of the Son is Jesus. But how about this? John 5, 43, the name of the Father is Jesus. And according to John 14, 26, the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. So when he said, go ye therefore into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, he was saying, get baptized in Jesus' name. Just come on, bring them on down. My God, we got folks coming to get baptized in Jesus' name. How beautiful is this? Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Come on, we're just going to pause this message. We're going to interrupt this message for a baptism in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, if you feel like standing, you can stand. We're, We're going to get ready to rejoice. But this is also a good time if somebody else wants to sneak out. You go ahead and slip out. Come on, Brother Marshall's back there waiting to take the brothers back. We got Sister Danette ready to take, Sister Regina ready to take the ladies back. (laughs) Come on, let's stretch your hands forward. In the name of Jesus, God move, God move, God move, God move. She's coming out sealed in the power of the covenant of your name, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, from this day forward. She walks under the authority of your name and in the covenant of your name. And you're washing away her sins into a brand new life. In Jesus' name. Kobe, upon the confession of your faith and the repentance of your sins, I now baptize you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the payment of those sins. Yeah! Come on, somebody! Yeah! Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! <laughs> Woo! Listen, nobody, nobody's going to force you to do it. 
It's got to be your decision. You've got free will here today, but I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost dealing with people. It's, it's a good time to slip on out and be baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So sometime back, you can be seated if you can. You can be seated unless you're getting up to go get baptized. Y'all ready to take somebody out? All right. In Jesus' name. All right. <laughs> uh, I get a call from my cousin. My cousin had backslidden. He got out of church and he married a girl that wasn't in church. And his, his, his new wife decides she wants to start seeking God. She gets hungry for God. And, uh, and he, he's like, man, she's looking everywhere, but she's not finding the truth. And he said, I'm just not in the right head space to, to talk to her. He said, would you come talk to her? So we met at a little Mexican restaurant there in Memphis, Tennessee. And, and, um, I, I sat down and, and, and we began to talk. And, and of course she brought up the Lord. She was so hungry for God. She'd been literally tried everything you could imagine. And she got to talking about the Lord, man. We got to just getting excited about God together. And she said, oh, and I was just baptized. I said, my God, that's awesome. I said, man, there ain't nothing like being baptized in Jesus' name, is it? She kind of looked at me like. She said, well, I'm not sure how I was baptized, but I know I was baptized, and that's really what's important. I said, are you, are you sure about that? I mean, you're like Bible sure about it. Well, no, I'm not Bible sure, but I mean, I, I, I know I was baptized. It doesn't matter how you. And I was like, man, I, I don't want to make sure I did it the Bible way. And I said, well, why, I tell you what, why don't we just go get our Bibles and let's just look and let's see. She said, okay. So we, there was a Barnes and Noble next door. We walked over to the Barnes and Noble, pulled Bibles off their shelf, sat down in the little area there in the Starbucks in the Barnes and Noble and uh, busted the Bibles open. And I, I took a piece of paper out and a pen and I put a line down the middle of a page and I put other and then I put in Jesus name. I said, I tell you what, let's do. If you can find in the New Testament how they were baptized any other way than in the name of Jesus Christ, I said, I will write you a check for $10,000. And I pulled out my checkbook and I laid it open. She's like, oh, you're kidding me. I said, I'm serious as a heart attack. She's like, you're on. And man, she's elbowing my cousin like we finna go on vacation, baby. I'm finna make 10 grand. So we, we get to go and we go through the Bible, you know, Acts chapter 2. In Jesus' name, Acts 8, Jesus' name, Acts 10, Jesus. Well, the list on, on Jesus' name kept getting longer and longer, and she's getting more frustrated and more aggravated. Man, she's flipping in the concordance, trying to find it. I knew what she was after. She was looking for old Matthew 28, 19. And finally, I, I let her stew just a little while, and I said, you know what? You might be thinking about uh, Matthew 28, 19. So she flips over there, and she starts reading, and she's like, yes! And I, I, she read it out loud, and I'm like, oh, no, you got me man i'm making a scene we get we're getting a stink eye from other people because we're basically in a library you know and so man people are looking at us and hushing us and and i'm like i can't believe this and man i start writing i say you want this written to your name to cash how you want and i'm i'm as dramatic as i can you know ten thousand dollars writing this check out you know but when i got and she's punching my my cousin she's like oh my god she's clapping and oh and she's already spending, she's buying new wardrobes. And I mean, she's going, she's blowing that money already. And, but when I got to the name, I put father, son, cousin, uncle, and brother. I said, well, you got me. I don't know what else to say. I passed the check across to her. She grabbed that check. I could see her eyes darting back and forth. And this is what she said. I didn't say it. She said, hey. 
She said, there's no authority in this because your name's not on it. I said, you're exactly right. There's no authority if you didn't get baptized in the name. Oh, I'm telling somebody, it's time for you to get up right now. Get baptized in the name. There's power. Hallelujah. Oh, there's power in the name of Jesus. Isn't that just like the devil? Oh, he didn't get rid of baptism. He just got rid of its power. He took the authority out of it. But well, I tell you what, but if you don't, if the Bible record's not enough, let's, let's just take a trip outside the church and examine the findings of some educated scholars and historians. I have held in my two hands the Britannica Encyclopedia. 11th edition, volume 3, I flipped over to page 365 myself and read these words. Baptism was changed from the name of Jesus to the words Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in the 2nd century. I don't want to be baptized in the words. I want to be baptized in the name. Amen. Hastings Encyclopedia of Religion, volume 2, page 377, says Christian baptism was administered using the words in the name of Jesus. Caney Encyclopedia of Religion, page uh, 53, says the early church baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus until the second century. So it's not just me coming at you today with this. It's absolutely a historical fact that the original church baptized one way and one way only, and it was by immersion in the name of Jesus. Well, when should I be baptized? Well, when Philip was baptizing the Ethiopian eunuch, he wanted to be baptized in Acts 8. He said, well, here's water. What's keeping me from being baptized? And Philip gave him the qualifications. He said, if thou believest, thou mayest. In other words, if you believe it, you can get baptized. If you believe Jesus is God, if you believe this is right, that's all it takes. So as soon as you believe it, if you've never been baptized, my God, it's time to get up and get y'all ready to take somebody back. Man, we got five people sitting at the back door waiting to take y'all out. Amen. (laughs) Well, why should I be baptized? This is really what I wanted to get to, you know. Uh, salvation is amazing, but there's a benefits package that comes with this. Being baptized in G- Jesus' name has benefits. This is about salvation. Thank you, Grandma and Grandpa, for what you taught me. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for what you put into me. But at the end of the day, the Bible says, seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This is about eternity. We have one chance at this. So there's, it is essential to be baptized in water by immersion. It's essential to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And we've discussed the whys, but now I want to talk about the blessings and the benefits. You get a promise from God. I want you to think about that. You get a promise from God. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 says, repent, amen, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Listen, when you get baptized in Jesus' name, you get a promise from God, amen, that you will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If there's no other reason to get up right now and go get baptized, it's to know that I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. I've got a promise. Listen, I know the world has made us promises and they didn't come through. But when Jesus makes you a promise, honey, you can take it to the bank. He will not break his promise. He will not go back on his word. There's a reason. What a benefit. When I get baptized, I shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But how about this? It gets even better. Acts 2.38, for the remission of sins. You get a new identity. Think about that. Your sin is canceled out in baptism. Now, this is a principle rooted in the Old Testament. 
The word baptize means to dip or to plunge or to immerse. And it's a word that was used to describe a fuller who dyed his wool in giant vats of dye. And he would take, he would take the natural material that he would get and he would take it and he would plunge it all the way down underneath that dye. And when he would come back out, it would have a brand new identity. You understand what I'm saying? When you get baptized in Jesus' name, you go down one way. God's looking at you one way. But when you come out of that water after being baptized in Jesus' name, honey, you've got a brand new identity. God will never look at you the way he used to look at you. What a reason to go get baptized in Jesus' name. All right, how about this? I'm still convincing somebody. I'm going to keep on. I'm in the word. Joshua chapter 5. It was talking about all that was going on with the people of God. And there came a time where they were all the men were to be circumcised. And the Lord said to Joshua, this day have I taken away the disgrace and the shame of Egypt from off of you. When you walk into to, to church, you walk, start seeking God. There's, there's disgrace and shame from Egypt. Egypt is a type of the world. We've got the world and, it, and the residue of the world upon us. But the Lord said when you get, when all these men got circumcised, he said it's been removed. Now this principle blossoms in the New Testament in Colossians 2. said, and you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. In the putting off of the body of the sins of flesh by the circumcision of Christ being buried with him in baptism. So when you get buried in Jesus name and baptism, he said, I'm going to come in and all the residue of the world that's on you, every mistake you've made, come on, every wrong thought you've had, every wrong action you've committed. I'm going to step in and I'm going to remove every bit of it off of your life. If you're tired of the shame and you're tired of carrying around the mistakes that you've made, I'm telling you, get baptized in the name of Jesus. It'll change your life. Now watch this, watch this. (laughs) Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now, now, how can you make a sin that is scarlet white as snow? It's a sin because it's already been committed, right? It's done. It's over. They're part of the past and the past is finished, right? The only way to alter a sin would be to change the past. But isn't it impossible to change the past? Well, the first miracle that Jesus did is he turned water into wine. Wine becomes wine through age. So the first miracle, Jesus took wine that had no past and he gave it a past. So Jesus gave a past where there was not a past. And if God is able to give a past where there's not a past, surely he's able to remove a past where there was a past. Now, we have a hard time grasping this, but this is what the scripture is teaching us because our sins have been canceled out or removed. So we have a problem because we're stuck in time. 
But God brought time into existence and he can step in and out of it whenever he wants to. When you get baptized in Jesus' name, he doesn't simply pretend that you had no sin. He literally steps out of time, goes into your past and scrubs your past clean. And now when you stand, oh, come on, somebody. When you stand before him, it's not simply that everything's the same, that you've been forgiven. No, Brother Carton, he's walked into our past and he's cleaned it up. And when we stand before God, we literally have my God somebody ought to clap your hands you ought to thank God he got rid of your past <laughs> Woo. how about this you get a brand new life Romans 6 and 4 therefore we're buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father even so we should walk in the newness of life Your life may be rotten. You may feel you have no purpose. You may feel your life is worthless. But let me tell you how to get a brand new life. When you get baptized in Jesus' name, something will begin in you. Listen, being baptized in Jesus' name will do for you what a doctor can't do. It'll do for you what a therapist can't do. It'll do for you what no human being can do. It'll give you a brand new life. If you're ready to step into something new, oh, I challenge you to get baptized today in the name of Jesus. How about this? Acts 8 and 39. I'm coming to a close quickly. It's all right. Whenever you feel it, you can go ahead and slip out. Hallelujah. They're ready. They're ready. The Bible said when that Ethiopian came up out of the water after being baptized, it said he went on his way rejoicing. You get joy that nobody else can explain to you when you get baptized in Jesus' name. When you come out of that water... After being buried in his name. How many of you know that joy I'm talking about? How many of you remember that joy? That, you can't even explain it. I mean, it, it makes no sense to anybody. Stand with me if you would. Now's a good time. If you're ready to get baptized. Go ahead and slip out. <laughs> Praise God. We've already got one more. Going to get, get ready to get baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, let's thank the Lord for it right now. Hallelujah. Come on, if if you love somebody here in just a second, I want you to try to slip over to them, encourage them to be baptized today. But here's a couple of points I want to make in closing. Romans 6 and 6 says, After baptism, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. One translation said it like this, When you baptize, the power of your sinful nature is shattered (laughs) come on what a deal to walk into church addicted to drugs and come into contact with something so powerful that it shatters that addiction off of you come on to walk in church a liar and a thief and to come in contact with something so powerful that it makes you walk out as honest as anybody on the planet Come on, to walk in here an alcoholic and to come in contact with something so powerful that it causes you to walk out of here sober. To walk in here addicted to pornography and to walk out with a pure mind. There's something powerful about being baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, anybody else? Come on, if you're ready to be baptized in Jesus' name, go ahead and slip out. My last point is this. 
1 Peter 3 and 21. And baptism, which is a figure, does now also save us. Not by the removing of outward bodily filth, but by providing you with inward cleanness and peace. I'm preaching baptism because I know it's essential. But I'm also preaching baptism because I know this world is going through hell right now. And I know people are searching for peace. And when you get baptized in Jesus' name, he said, I'll put on you an inward cleanness and peace. My God, what a reason. What a reason to be baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, they're going to begin to to play and sing something here. And we're going to begin to pray. I'm asking everybody in this house to begin to pray. Come on. And and, and in fact, why don't we just begin to slip up around the front? Amen. And and, and while we're doing this, as we slip up, we got people getting ready to be baptized. So let's make sure they can get through. But we're going going to baptize some more people. But there's more that need to make that decision. But as we do this, as you're coming, as you're moving around, you just go find somebody that you love and care about. Come on, let's begin to pray. Come on, let's begin to pray. Would you open your mouth? Come on, the Pentecostal church. Let's begin to pray. Lord Jesus, we love you. Hallelujah. Oh, I am living through. My God is on the moon. There's nothing that you can do. Come on, if you know somebody. Slip over to him and encourage him to be baptized. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. Thank you, Lord, for her life, God, right now. Being committed to you in Jesus' name. You ready? Purity upon the confession of your faith and the repentance of your sins. I now baptize you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the payment of those sins. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, we still got more people coming.
on, if you feel that nudge to go get ready to be baptized, come on, don't delay. God's got amazing things in your life. We've got men standing at the back door ready to help men. Come on, brother. Come on, sir. Go ahead and slip out. Come on, God's got great things for your life. Hallelujah. I thank you for the step that she takes today in obedience to your word. Lord, I thank you from this day forward. She walks out a brand new creature under your name and your blood. We thank you for that covenant promise today. We thank you, Lord, that the gift of the Holy Ghost is hers as well today, Lord. I thank you for filling her with the power of your spirit, ordering her steps. In Jesus' name, you're going to hold your nose in your mouth. Caden, upon the confession of your faith and the repentance of your sins, we now baptize you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the repentance of those sins. In Jesus' Oh, he's on the move. Come on, he's on the move. church help me pray let's pray against every roadblock whatever might be hindering somebody from stepping out come on let's just pray the way would be clear in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you are worthy Lord you are worthy Lord Come on, would you lift your voice and begin to pray with me right now all over the house. Come on, the Lord is moving. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
And now a Reese Gray sermon upon the confession of your faith and obedience to the word of God. I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the washing away and the remission of all of your sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you to everyone who has been obedient to the word of the Lord here. Whether you responded today or whether you responded years before. But they're still ready. If you need to go, we understand. We're so glad you've chosen to come to the Pentecostal church today. God bless each and every one of you. They're still going to stay around for a few more minutes in case somebody else wants to respond. Today's a good day to be baptized. God bless you. We'll see you back on Wednesday night. Be careful.
I have a glass with you. too. I 
just it was still be driving a piece of paper that day or whenever the other game was. But like, I think she had both tops on the third day. And she's like, And we are going to get work there. Yeah, I'm a user. 
Thank you. 